Like the flight of the Concorde say, it's business time. It's business time. What? Oh, come on. That's Zach Blackerby over there laughing at me. I'm what Brad does that Law. mean? Oh, you don't know about flight of the Concords? Zach. No, no, Zach. you can't. You can't word it like that. Like I'm off on this. <laughs> no, no, you do not get to talk to me that way. I do too, because look, right now I'm telling you, flood those comments, flood them like the days of Noah. Yeah, with all the team Zach, of the comment team Zach below if you don't know what he's talking about. Team Brad below if you, you do. Go. There we oh, go. we're gonna rack up the team Brad comments like Auburn's gonna rack up points on the road this weekend. It is business time, Zach. This team is gonna go on the road to Nashville. It's a business trip. Yeah, and we we need to see for the first time away from Jordan Hare Stadium right. a competent offensive game from from the Auburn Tigers. Yeah, and. Auburn fans, there's a big chunk of Auburn fans that are concerned about this. And I, I don't blame them, right? They can feel however they want to about it. But I think going on the road to Vanderbilt and on the road to face this Arkansas team, based on what we've seen from this Arkansas team so far, it's a very different road situation than what we've seen Auburn go into over the course of this year. Let's just go game by game with this. At Cal, early in the season, very late at night, long trip. And in fact, all offseason, the majority of Auburn people talked about how concerned they were for that game because it was going to be so wonky. And then it was wonky, and everybody was mad about it, right? I'm not saying they shouldn't have looked better. They totally should have looked better. They should have held on to the football, especially from your veteran, Jarquez Hunter, late in the game. No question. No question. But eh, not the same thing as what's happening on Saturday. The next one. You go to Texas A&M to, to face a team whose front seven was remarkably more talented than you in a situation where, okay, yeah, like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of angry Texas people yelling at you the whole time. Still, should Auburn have played better? Sure, not the same situation regarding Vandy and Arkansas. A&M was a better roster than you, more talented, better recruits. That was the big storyline that whole week, and they overpowered them in the trenches. That's not going to happen over the next two weeks. LSU, arguably the toughest place to play in all of college football. And they have an offense that is powered by a potential Heisman Trophy winner. Like they are, they are doing what they did to Auburn to everyone, to everyone. Not the same situation. So while that is correct, Auburn has struggled on the road this year and the offense has been missing outside of Jordan-Hare Stadium. I don't think any of that's really relevant to guess what's going to happen against Vanderbilt or Arkansas over the next two weeks. Can I just say I want to I want to do the show at this time every week because you are on fire. I it's it's as if somebody has riddled you with this narrative all week long and you and you're frankly just tired of it. Yeah, what it's like five podcasts uh, about <laughs> this. Uh, I've done like seven radio hits have been asked the same question each time and it's like sure, Auburn's offense has been really bad on the road, but also like that four game stretch was brutal. It was brutal, Brad, and I don't think you can really take anything from those four games and apply it to this four-game stretch that we're now on game two of. Mississippi State, totally different than what they've played. Same with Vandy, same with Arkansas, same with New Mexico State. I, I just don't think it's comparable. It sounds yeah. like you agree with me. I do. There, There is just a tinge, though, 
of of reserve. I really want to see the first quarter. I don't think this is a game like Tennessee 2013. I mean, you know, the two teams are different. But that year, Auburn had a much better team, but it was even through the first quarter, five minutes of the second quarter before things finally started clicking in special teams and they made a big play and then they pulled away. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of examples. And sometimes it does take a quarter, quarter and a half to get things going. That Auburn A&M game, Auburn had loads of momentum going into halftime. It wasn't a blowout to the second half. So different things happen, but man, the first drive at Cal, at A&M, at LSU, just bad really disastrous in all three places. And so I'd like to see, like we finally last week saw against an SEC team, a, a game plan that featured tempo, that featured the run and the pass. It was balanced. It was fast. It was explosive. Explosive is a word we hadn't really been able to use in conference play. It was everything you wanted offensively to build your lead against Mississippi State. The one thing that's left to see is to do it on the road. And this is a road game. Yeah. Yet that it's less than 30,000 or fewer than 30,000 people in the stands. And it's a five-hour drive from Auburn. So fans going from Huntsville or Birmingham and all the Auburn fans that are in Nashville, it'll be about a half-and-half crowd, maybe, maybe more Auburn than Vanderbilt. I understand all of that. Yeah. Still, someplace different, and I think fans need to see it. They need to see it someplace different, right? Yeah, and I think you hinted at it. I think the the main thing that you can talk about from the road losses or the road struggles this year, it's all about the first quarter to me. In all of those games, A and M maybe not as much, but definitely LSU and Cal. Like it took. Took to the third drive for Auburn to really actually like start to run their offense. Yeah. And I don't know how much that really had to do with what the opposing team was doing. I think a lot of that was self-inflicted, right? I mean, we think about Cal where Peyton Thorne just fumbled it on that third down run and mm-hmm. Cal should have scored a touchdown. The the early whistle really bailed him out. LSU, that was a disaster. That was yeah. a disaster. They didn't run the ball till their their third, uh, their third series, which is Craziness, craziness. Yeah, you can't do that, right? And, no. and I think the only way Vandy can actually get some momentum in this game is if Auburn does that, and then they kind of figure out a way to score real quick, and all of a sudden you look up and it's a 10 nothing game in favor of Vanderbilt. That's the worst-case scenario for Auburn. I think as long as that doesn't happen, yeah. and Auburn gets through the scripted part of Vandy's offense, those first two or three series, and Auburn's defense is able to hold them to even just three points, I think it's over. I, I think everything points towards Auburn after that. Yeah, I agree. Because I think the script was a big part of the success last week. The play calls, and now the guys have to execute. But I do mm-hmm. think that the way the game was called, the yeah. offensive approach was a big key. And if you can replicate that, you don't have to advance it. You just need to replicate it. Do the same type of uh, productivity in this sure. game, and you're fine. You're off to a good, clean start. Right. All right, time now for a little buy-sell action brought to you by our good friend. I'm sorry, our great friend. Yeah. Ross Kilpatrick with Exit Realty, Anchor South, serving Lake Martin in the Auburn-Opelika area. Um, He's also got stuff down at Fort Walton Beach. From Auburn to Lake Martin to the Emerald Coast of Florida, contact Ross Kilpatrick with Exit Realty, Anchor South for all 
of your real estate needs. And of course, he says War Eagle. You can call him at 334-402-0028. Are you buying or selling? Auburn scores 30 points against Vanderbilt. It would be a season high. It would be the first time it's happened in SEC play. Uh, it wouldn't not, be a season high. It would be a season well, high in, co in conference. Play. That's what I'm. I'm sorry. That's yeah. what I mean. Conference yeah, play. Yeah. Conference play. Um, I will sell that. I want to buy it. I really do. If if Ross is showing me a property, I bet Ross. Right. Yeah, I bet Ross could talk you into it. Yeah, he probably could. Uh, but I'm gonna sell for now because I think the turn Vanderbilt is really good at getting at forcing turnovers. They're just as good as Auburn is statistically at forcing turnovers. So. You know, maybe Auburn gets a drive or two cut short and um, and falls a little short of 30. So I, I'll reluctantly sell that. I am too. I'm right there with uh, 27. Yeah. 27 has been just etched in my brain since we started looking at this game and I can't shake it. It's a recently biased because that's what they scored last that's week. That's what they scored against Mississippi State. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Are you buying or selling? Jarquez Hunter has 150 yards from scrimmage versus Vandy. I'm going to buy that. Uh, is this rushing or is this total lot like from scrimmage? Receiving? Yeah, from scrimmage. So rushing, yeah, I receiving. Buy, yeah, I buy that. I think Jarquez right now is where you want him to be. And there are a lot of little things that I, I go back and look at last week's game that show yeah. that to me. Not only have 52% of his rushing yards come in the last two games, but little details. Um, I, I asked Philip Montgomery about this today. Little details like play action last week. If you'll watch, Peyton's play action fakes. He held the ball in the gut of the running back just a little bit longer. Well, some of that is Peyton. Some of that is what he's coached to do. Some of that is also the running back carrying out the fake. Sure. Just a half a beat longer. They're getting in sync. They're getting in rhythm. I think Jark, I'm booging on Jarquez right now, man. I, I think that he's doing the little things. His experience is showing, his comfort is showing. Yeah. And I think he's hitting his stride at just the right time. He's also gotten two, three passes the last couple of games. So, yep, I, I hard buy on 150 for Jarquez. Yeah, I, I'm buying it too. I, I'm predicting a career day for Jarquez Hunter. One, because of all the things you said, and then I'll, I'll take it a step further. I don't think Vandy's going to be able to do anything about it. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't. Cool. So we're both buying there. This is a little more specific. Rivaldo Fairweather scores a touchdown. You buying or selling? Man, I'll sell. Yeah. I'll sell because I think your, your running game is more – I think you get into the end zone with the run game. And I think you see a little more explosive. I think you see the same explosive plays out of the passing game. But I said they're under 30, so it's like you can't get that many touchdowns. So sure. I think you get a couple of rushing scores in the game and and a long pass play um, set up by the success of the running game. And I think that is for somebody other than for Rivaldo. I'm going to bug a little bit. I'm going to say Rivaldo Fairweather gets one. I think he deserves it. And uh I think some of that has to do with red zone snaps, right? If they score yeah. from 30 or 40 yards out like they did last week early in the game, I don't think he's going to be the guy on those deep passes, but mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say that Rivaldo does get one. Just got a gut feeling. Right? All right. So I'm buying. I'm buying. It's the first one we disagree on. Robbie Ashford plays more than two snaps on Saturday. That's the number because that's how many snaps he played against Mississippi yep. State. You buying or selling? I buy that. 
because as I said earlier this week, and I, this isn't inside info, I'm going to ask somebody, I guess, specifically when we get to Nashville, maybe, but um, I, I just can't shake the feeling that Robbie was a part of a red zone package and Auburn just didn't get in a red zone early yeah. on in the game. So I, I think that they will more in this game than they did against state. And so he'll have more than two. I, I buy that. Yeah. Would you buy that uh, Robbie scores a touchdown? Probably. Yeah, I think so too. I think if Robbie gets it in the red zone, I think he's going to score. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll give you Jarquez one, Robbie one, and uh, then a receiver on a pass. Yeah, play. not Rivaldo though. No, you're not going to give Rivaldo Fairweather one. I am no. Rivaldo Fairweather. I believe in you, Rivaldo. <laughs> you're you're going to turn it I, into I don't believe in Rivaldo. You Man. said it, dude. Not me. Man. You said it, not me. Hashtag yeah. Team Zach in the comments. Oh. All right, yeah, I, I'm buying too. I think Robbie plays more than two snaps. Yeah. So Vandy is averaging 18 points a game in conference play in SEC games. Vandy scores 18 or more on Saturday. Buy or sell? Uh, sell. I, I like Auburn's defense a lot better than that. Um, there's always a chance at a garbage score, but I think sure. it, would, it would take a garbage score. They got 28 against Kentucky, 21 against Missouri. The last three weeks, it's 14, 20, and 7. So that number is inflated a little bit by the by the 28 they got against Kentucky in a in a 17-point loss. So yeah. I'm a, I will sell that. I think Auburn holds them under 18. Okay. I'm selling it as well. I'm selling it as well. And also, that, that 18 was with, like, not a quarterback situation that had a bunch of question marks. There's yeah. a bunch of question marks around their quarterback situation. Do. Somebody told me earlier they're running a two quarterbacks. They're planning on running two quarterbacks, and we've seen how that doesn't work firsthand. So they, they're gonna run uh, the Notre Dame box, is what I heard. So that's I cool. I, I really kind of wish we do that sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's branch outside because I think this game does impact Auburn, and I assume it'll be part of your six pack. We'll see. Yeah. Coach Pittman, Arkansas head coach, still has a job on Monday. Yeah, I buy that. I don't okay. think they're going to fire him midseason. I think even if he loses out, they won't fire one of their own before the season's over. I just, I, I just, I struggle with believing that would happen. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm going to buy that too. I do think Arkansas loses though. Is Gus Malzahn the coach at Arkansas next year? That would or, be awesome. Or has I would that, love that. Or has that bus, no pun intended, already left the the stop? What's he making at UCF? I don't know, but he's he, he's looking at Surely that. Surely Arkansas would pay him more, right? He's looking at that jump to the Big Twelve and going, "Man, this this isn't like, this isn't what I signed up for." He, he's not saying how we go and and doing like that anymore. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Gosh, I would love him to go to Arkansas. That'd be awesome. Can you imagine that game. Can you imagine that game? Well, sure. Arkansas is already a fun game. Like, well, mm, no, it's not here. No, we don't play them next year, do we? I don't have that in front of I, me. I don't either. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the West games that we're losing. So, mm -hmm. all right, last one. Are you buying or selling? Auburn wins out until the Iron Bowl. Yeah, I buy it. I'm buying it too, baby. Let's ride, Brad Law. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. And hey, buy a house. Specifically, buy a house or sell your house with Ross Kilpatrick of Exit Realty. He brings you the buy-sell segment every single week, serving the Auburn area locations in Auburn, Lake Martin, and Fort Walton Beach, Florida. 
He's got you covered. Contact Ross Kilpatrick with Exit Realty Anchor South. You can call him at 334-402-0028 or check out his office at 1922 Professional Circle Suite 202. That is in Auburn. Six-pack time? We we do play Arkansas next year, by the way. Where is it? Is it here? It's here. Yeah. Can oh you imagine? Gosh. Yes. <laughs> Gus would probably like stay with the freezes like for that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want that to happen so badly. Oh man. Um, Me too. All right. And for everybody going, Oh no, Gus would come in here and went, no, he wouldn't just, you just enjoy it. Not next year. Not next year. Not next year. Yeah. And the way this staff is recruiting, not the year after that either. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. We got a lot of really interesting games on the six pack. We may have to, It's a great weekend for college football. It really is. And there's some sneaky, interesting games, too. Like, the the world of media has told you not to care about these games because these teams aren't in the hunt for the playoff. But, like, all of a sudden, Virginia's a favorite over Georgia Tech. Interesting. Um, I hope that's not a six-pack game. It's not. No, I'm just – these are the – yeah. There are six games better than that. There are, of course, six games better. There are six games better than UCF and Gus being a four-point favorite on the road at Cincinnati. Um, South South Carolina is a a 15-and-a-half-point favorite over Jack's State. Two-win South Carolina is a a 15-and-a-half-point favorite over Jack's State. But man, South Carolina like believes in what Beamer's doing so much. Like he's not even on the hot seat. Yeah, it's wild. That could change Saturday. I don't think it could, dude. I I look, think I, they think he's going to save that program. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll yeah, see if Rich Rod goes in there and works some Rich Rod magic. But <laughs> wouldn't that be something? All right. Let's get into our our six pack. By the way, uh, these. Uh, lines that you're going to hear courtesy of our friends at mybookie.ag. All right, if you go to mybookie.ag right now, you open a new account there, you make a first-time deposit, they're going to give you – yeah, you got it. It's a little tough to figure out, isn't it? It's It's easy when it's over here. Bam. Okay. Uh, First-time deposit, they're going to match it 110%, baby, 110. So you put in a hundo, they're going to give you 110. You're going to have $210 to work with, all because you signed up at mybookie.ag. And um, uh, all right, we're going to get into this. We got four SEC games to talk about from the list. Florida at Arkansas is where we're going to start. Florida's a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Arkansas is is, is playing this game with an interim offensive coordinator. Florida's coming off getting stomped a week ago. Both mm-hmm. teams are hurting. Both teams yeah. are desperate. What do you think? Uh, I like Florida for several reasons. I think Arkansas is a broken football team unless they went into that bye week and just were able to figure out a lot of things this late in the season. That's tough. That's tough to do. I can't imagine that offensive line or defensive line got significantly better over the bye week. I also think this is an Arkansas team broken emotionally because they were told how great they were going to be, and they haven't been that. I mean, so many people picked them to finish higher than a lot of people were expecting and be the surprise team in the SEC West, and (laughs) that just hasn't happened. They haven't won a conference game yet. Florida, on the other hand, not great, but they weren't expecting to be great. So this is one of the ones that I think Florida is probably going to feel like they can win. It's yeah. at home. Give me the Gators. And in fact, I would take Florida to cover as well. I'm going to, 
I think I'm going to go the other way, Zach. I just That's a bad take. That, That's a I bad just, take, Brad. I don't think it's a pretty game, but I think Arkansas for one game can rally the troops. They don't have anything long-term to play for. They've had a week off. So this is kind of it for them, which bodes well for Auburn because they get the emotion out this week. So maybe I'm picking with my heart and not my head. But So I, I think it's worse for Auburn yeah. if Arkansas goes down to Florida and win. Yeah. Then they believe in themselves again. We don't want that. No, we don't. Is that at yeah. Florida? I thought it was at uh, Arkansas. Is no, it's Gainesville? in Gainesville. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? That may change my mind a little bit. Anyway. Yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah. All right. So Texas A&M is taking on Ole Miss. Are all of my notes just screwed up? Where is this game? Ole Miss is a three-point favorite mm -hmm. against Texas A&M. So maybe that game's in College Station. You know what we're going to do? We're going to edit on the fly here. What do you think here? Aggies or Rebels? No, it's in Oxford. It's at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. And Ole Miss is just a three-point favorite. That surprises me a little bit, Zach. I'll be honest. That's tricky. Why? So, so the odds makers are saying this is an even game, but because it's being played in Oxford, they get the three. Yeah, from a talent standpoint, it probably is. And, and I liked how Texas A&M looked last week. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm taking Texas A&M to, to, to beat Ole Miss. It feels like beat it should be an upset, but it's technically not. Okay. Wow. I, I, I completely disagree on that one. Right. I think Ole Miss, not because of how utterly impressive they were against Vanderbilt a week, you know, I just think they're they're more balanced offensively. I think they're able to slow down the A and M defense and the pressure. Like the, the they're not going to be able to sack Jackson Dart five six times. Um, five or six times? No, of course not. Five yeah. or six sacks? Right. I mean, Auburn got to him three times, so I think they could get to him two or three times, but I don't think that's enough to. Okay. All right, so I go with the Rebels there. How about 15th-ranked Notre Dame at Clemson, Irish, a three-point favorite? If Clemson loses, they would be under 500 in November. You have to – I mean, it's you got to go back to the late 2000s to find the last time Clemson was below 500 in November. Yeah, it'd be a bad look, especially with, uh, with Dabo yelling at folks on his coaches' show. Um uh, I'm going Notre Dame. I think uh, I think Clemson does drop this one. All right, I'm going to disagree. I think I think I think Dabo fired him up, and I just don't I don't fully believe. I'm not totally on board with Notre Dame. I just I struggle to be totally on board with Notre. Dame. I know that's dynamite analysis, and you know that's you just take it for what it is. I think Clemson fired, and I think it's an emotional win for Clemson. Okay, Bedlam, Bedlam, ninth ranked Oklahoma. Number 23, Oklahoma State. Sooners just a six-point favorite on the road. That Oklahoma State team that lost to South Alabama earlier this year and everybody left them for dead, they're now 6-2. and two. Yeah, I, I think Oklahoma blitzes Oklahoma State. I, I think Oklahoma's going to be all over them. I couldn't disagree more. Have we disagreed on all, every pick every, so far? Every flipping one of them so far, yep. Wow. We sure have. Uh I think you have two teams going in the opposite direction. I think Oklahoma thought it was going to go undefeated. It almost lost to UCF, did lose to Kansas. Saddle starting to slip a little bit. They were sure. average a year ago. I think they're slipping. And I, I think, I think, I think it'd be hilarious the if they lost that game. I just don't think it'll happen. 
Okay. Uh, moving on, number 14, LSU. Number eight, Alabama, Tuscaloosa. It's a, it, They're dead even, but Alabama's playing at home, so they get three points. Yeah, uh, I'm taking Alabama. I'm taking Alabama to cover. People are going to think we do this just to just for the entertainment value. Are you taking LSU? I'm absolutely taking LSU. Awesome. Alabama's defense hasn't played an offense like this this year. The closest was Texas, Texas with Quinn Ewers when Texas was, was healthier earlier sure. this year. Texas is only a slim favorite, I think, at home against Kansas State this week. That's big, how big a difference their quarterback makes. Right. Yeah, they just and they haven't seen an offense like Jaden Daniels and, and what LSU can do. So, sure. uh, and I, I just, I think that Alabama thinks they've found their offense now. I don't love the LSU defense, obviously. I mean, I think it's a higher scoring game, but I think in a higher scoring game, LSU has done it more consistently this year. Yeah, it has game of the year potential. I mean, it, it's 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 a must watch college football game. No I think it has, it. yeah, I think it has potential to be as entertaining as Washington, Oregon was earlier this year. Uh, and, it's got a chance, sure. Yeah, and finally, Auburn is at Vanderbilt. Auburn is a twelve and a half point favorite. We both like Auburn to win. Do you think Auburn covers the twelve and a half? Uh, I do. I do think they cover. I've 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 been saying all week, um, twenty seven ten. So I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna stick with that. So that that has them covering barely. I do too. I think the team is starting to find something, and um. And that bodes well for Saturday and for beyond. So yeah, I'm gonna uh, make this easy. And, and obviously you can you can dual screen it if you've got, you know, based on whatever your streaming provider is, you can do the multi-box. But from an Auburn point of view, you turn on Arkansas, Florida at 11 Central, you ride that game into Auburn Vandy, and then you watch Bama LSU. And that's really all you need. <laughs> yeah, it's a good day. I'm going to have, I'm telling you, I, but I grew up 12 minutes from the Jack state campus. Yeah. I'm going to have an eye on Jack state in South Carolina. I, I think something's brewing in that game. Yeah. So. Then you've got, you've got USC Washington, which yeah. somehow didn't make your six pack. Yeah. I know. Yeah. UCLA, Arizona on there too for late night. Nah, it's a good game. It's a nah. good day. It's a good day. It's a great day. It's a great day um, for college football. The reason it didn't make my six-pack is because I think Washington wipes the floor with USC. Yeah. I mean, they got a chance. This is kind of USC's last shot. Yeah. Because I was talking with our with uh, with uh, Mark Culkin, who hosts Locked On USC, mm -hmm. and it's like he's like, I don't think this is going to happen, but it is interesting. Like, if they beat Washington – and beat Oregon, that puts them in the championship game. They'll get a chance for another top 10 win. Like, then what do you do? It's like, that'd be fascinating. That would be fat because you know oh. the CFB wants LA in yeah. the playoff. So they're not out of it. They got the best player in, uh, in college football a year ago. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I still think Washington wins. But if USC goes on a run, it would break, it would break college football and it would yep. be awesome. So. Um, Final thought uh, today, conspicuous by its absence, manscaped.com. And I'll just say very quickly, uh, people love this particular part of it. I get more texts about Manscaped than almost anything else we talk about, Zach. So I'm just going to make it very quick today. 20% plus free shipping with the promo code VICE. If you thought the reads were entertaining before now, 
you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, wait, wait until you get an earful of what we have for you in November. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. All right. You just teased an ad read. Yeah, use promo code VICE. <laughs> use promo code VICE for sure. No question about it. Brad, that about does it for today's show. It does. Thank you, everybody, for watching, subscribing, commenting. And we appreciate it very much. Until next time, remember, everyone has vices. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours. Yeah.